Hi, it's Ashley. Welcome back to the Kick-Ash Life podcast. I am so happy you're here. And today I'm going to do a little retrospective because I found an interview that I did in 2020 with my bestie, Allison Melody of the Food Heals podcast. It was my first time ever on a podcast. I was totally nervous. Um, I was out in LA visiting Allie. It was about two months after I'd left the law firm where I'd practiced for 20 years. After I'd left my corner office, I traded my high heels for flip-flops and was just trying to figure it out. And Allie said, let's pop into the studio and record something. And I said, you know, I don't know what I've got to say, but let's do it. And I got the podcasting bug and it turned out to be so much fun to just share thoughts and ideas. And yeah, it was great. But my friend, Mike Kim likes to say, AMB, always measure backwards. And I'm at a point where I'm, I'm definitely taking a look backwards, a little bit of a retrospective, like I said, to say, all right, where was I and where am I now? Um, and what have I learned from that time and that process? It's like I told you in the first episode, I left that time in my life, that point in my life. I made a lot of changes with big dreams and big ideas, a, a big vision, really. And really nothing went as planned. Um, a friend of mine yesterday said, you're, you're kind of been like a toddler. You're learning to walk, but you keep falling and you keep bumping into walls, but you're still moving forward. You, you keep moving forward. And I, I thought that was a pretty apt description, but it doesn't always feel that way. It doesn't always feel like I'm moving forward. In this, I do tell again, the story of finding my voice I shared that in more detail in episode eight, and I never get tired of this story because it was a pivotal moment in my life. It it really began a sort of unraveling process, and I wonder if you have any moments like that in your life that you reflect on and say, well, that was a, I didn't realize it at the time, but that was a big moment. And then in the end, you know, after we go through this interview, which is so much fun, I had such a good time, but at the end, I'm going to share with you some questions that I'm asking myself on reflection. And maybe, maybe there'll be useful questions for you too, because that's what it's all about, right? We're just linking arms and walking together. And I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. So here we go. She's an attorney who represents wellness entrepreneurs who's passionate about helping others grow their businesses while protecting their interests. Thank you, Ashley, for that. She's also our Food Heals Italian OG who came to Italy both years. You're the best. It was amazing. I'm obsessed with you. I'm so glad I did. Please welcome Ashley to the show. I'm obsessed with you right back, girl. I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. Thank you for being here. And, you know, earlier we were talking about like the things that we say yes to and the things that we say no to and how to build a life of our dreams by saying no to the things that we 
should not be saying yes to. And that actually creates space for us to say yes to the things that matter. So I would love to hear your story, your background, and like how you figured out how to do that. Because I think it's a lot of things. It's something that we all struggle with. Well, so it's been a fun journey. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the timing of this is apt because just about two months ago, mm-hmm. I left the law firm that I'd practiced with for 20 years. Yes. Okay. Big deal. <laughs> and it was a great experience and I learned a lot through it. But to leave something like that after 20 years, it was a big shift for me. Of course. So if you want to know how I got there and at some point decided I'm going to design a life that matters to me that not just professionally, but in my life generally, how do I shape something Mm -hmm. that lights me up every day? Yes. That's exactly what I want to know. That's what I want. And (laughs) and I, you know, I I certainly don't have all the answers, but I can tell you how I got there. Um, So I was adopted Mm -hmm. as a child. And what that does, among other things, it's such a gift and I'm so grateful for the journey and for the parents who adopted me. But you always have sort of this need to earn it, Mm -hmm. to please, to be worthy of having been given that gift and that opportunity. Mm -hmm. So I was the A student and I was the class president. And then I went to college and did all the things and then you know type a perfectionist a little bit don't know Um, what that's like (laughs) (laughs) and you know then to a prestigious and overpriced uh, law school and Mm -hmm. you know check and then did the marriage check and then the you know big law firm check made partner you were a high achiever a little bit yeah Mm -hmm. but I was achieving everybody else's goals for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't take the time. I didn't know to take the time to sit down and say, well, what are my goals? Yeah. And, you know, I can't tell you exactly when it started, what triggered it. I'll give you a little glimpse into hilarious backstories of big law. Okay, I, yes. I did, <laughs> so I did what I like to call big, nasty litigation for years. I mean, bet the company, you know, high profile, high stakes stuff. Mm-hmm. And I got brought into this project and I can only say so much about it, but we were testing themes with jurors across the country. So we would set up these mock jury exercises and test themes that might be used at trial. The client brought in acting coaches and screenwriters to sort of teach us how to be in front of a crowd and an audience. So I'm completely new to the team. I fly up to New York City and our office there had these gorgeous conference rooms. Everything's shiny and marble and all this stuff, right? And the conference rooms are glass Mm -hmm. so that you can look out and see this beautiful view of New York City. And I don't know these folks from Adam. I'm new. (laughs) You know, you're still in that trying to prove yourself thing. And the acting coach has me... I'm having trouble finding my voice is what she called it. So, mm-hmm. you know, that girl thing we do, you know, that, oh, you, no, get down and find your voice. Yes. That's my phone voice. Yes. So like, I remember my ex-boyfriend used to always be like, who are you going to be now? Like when I would be in meetings or pick up the phone, cause I'd be like, hi, um, yes. How are you? Absolutely. No problem. I can do that for you. And it was just totally not me. It was not real. And now you can hear me getting deeper in my regular voice as I talk on this podcast, but I would be like, hello. And it was just, who, it's who not was you. that girl? It's not you. Who was she? And your audience picks up on that and jurors pick up on that. Yeah. People that are making a decision about your client's case. And so she was trying to teach me 
how to get into my voice. So she finally has me take off my shoes. Oh, I was gonna, the <laughs> shoes had to come off. <laughs> and stand in the middle of the conference room in front of God and everybody and scream, fuck you, at a chair. No. Repeatedly. I love this, by the way. And so I, and I'm getting paid to do this, by the way. Um, and so I'm in this conference room and people start coming from out of the woodwork in the law firm because that doesn't happen. Right. You know? And so I finally just released it and I am screaming, fuck you, fuck you at this chair. And she's yelling louder, get louder, get mad at it. Get... And I had never done anything like that before. I had never told anybody to fuck off. You know, because you were Miss Sweetheart. I was just trying to earn the A. I was trying to earn the yeah. gold star, and as we as we all do, right? But I almost think that that moment in the conference room was the first thread to go. Okay, what's going on here, and why can't I find my voice yeah. in all of this? Then you just start asking yourself, what is it I'm saying yes to, and am I saying yes to what everybody else wants, or am I gonna say yes to? what interests me and fires mm. me up. If I don't, then am I sort of taking away from my purpose in this go around at life? Right. And so it's a daily journey. I did this work through, is it Danielle Laporte? Yeah. has yeah. the desire map and where she talks about how do you want to feel every day? Yes. And it's such a good question, right? And I want to feel vibrant and healthy and alive and sexy and fun and curious and intelligent. And that's how I want to feel. That's how I want to show up in the world. That's how we all should feel. Uh-huh. How I want to feel may be different from how you want to feel or somebody down mm-hmm. the road wants to feel. But whatever that is, it should be authentic to you, Yeah. right? And so start asking questions like, how do I want to feel? And then start looking at the decisions you're making. And is this decision that I'm making right now, is it going to make me feel vibrant and alive and curious and free? And so, yeah, I just started asking those questions and pieces started to fall into place. And then you started building the life of your dreams. It reminds me of Marie Forleo's journey, which I think a lot of us can relate to, where she was at the top of her game and business. And she was like doing all of these things in New York from being on the floor of like financial thing, going to a fashion thing. And like, she was killing it. And she was having physical health problems because she hated it. But she was like, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. And she was having a panic attack and called her dad. And her dad said, she thought that her dad was going to be like, you know, we paid for all of this and you're in debt and you have to make this work. And instead her dad was like, Hey, you have to find out what lights you up inside every single day. We're not worried about you because you're a hustler and you're going to make it. And then she was getting a promotion and a promotion and promotion. And she had to say no. And create her own life. And then it reminded me when I was listening to a podcast with her talking about that. And now she has that new book where I was in North Carolina and I was an editor at the nightly news. It was fresh out of college and I did it for about a year. And I was like, I have bigger dreams than this, but this is a great job. It's going to lead to bigger things. I was about to move to LA. I was like, I'm moving to LA. I'm moving to LA. And literally it came to a crossroads where my bosses sat me down. They said, you're doing a great job. We want to make you a producer of the nightly news. And I was like, it's an automatic yes. But I was like, I don't want to do that. It was a great opportunity. I was going to make more money. I was going to have more prestige. It was going to put me on a path to do more. 
And I was like, I'm moving to LA. It took me 24 hours and I sat back down and I said, thank you so much for this opportunity, but I'm moving. I love that you were able to make that at a very young age to, to, I know I was like 22 or something. (laughs) Yeah. That, that is a gift. And the road less traveled. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I know it, it took me so much because I was literally like, no, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you do this? It's going mm-hmm. to be an opportunity of a lifetime, but I knew there was something bigger out there for me. Yeah. Well, you know, more money, more prestige. Money's fun. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, gratitude all day long for what gifts do come our way. But yeah, that the money and the prestige at the end of the day are not what Fire you up. up. Yeah. It just it just doesn't work that way as it turns out. Try that. <laughs> um, it doesn't Didn't work. That work. Way. You know, it was something I love Marie Forleo's story too, and I've, I've heard her tell it, and I'm in the middle of her reading her new book, yes. Everything is Figure Out a Bull, and it truly it's is. The best. But what you said too is the physical aspect of it is is a piece of the story, right? right. I also traveling almost every week and on the go and working, you know, crazy lawyer hours. Everybody works hard, of course. Of course um, yeah. But so we all can sort of relate to that burnout where you have just not taken care of your body. Right. Because you're just doing all the things. And at some point, your body will let you know mm-hmm. that it's not happy with you. Right. And so that's another piece of the journey, too. Not, you know, not just professionally, but how do I want to feel when I wake up every morning? Yeah. And what is it going to take to get me there? You know, all the things you talk about. And actually, Food Heals, the podcast, was part of that journey for me in terms of figuring that out and feeling supported as I made yeah. those changes. And I have to say, if I hadn't changed the the food and the wellness and the nutrition and the fitness piece of it, I couldn't have changed the other things that weren't working for me. It really helped me turn the corner in terms of clarity of thought, yeah. having the energy to even think about making a change. They all work hand yes. in hand, right? All goes together. Yeah, it's like you can't have one without the other without the other. I remember when I first discovered the nutrition, I was like, this is it. This is going to make everything different. And listen, a lot of things changed. I looked better. I felt better. I lost weight. As soon as I gave up things like dairy that weren't serving me, my skin cleared up and I was skinnier and I was feeling better and I had more energy, but there was still a missing piece. And it wasn't until I discovered the emotional component and healing myself emotionally of all of the things that I had been through and going through, you know, trauma and regression and all of that, that I truly, truly started to go next level. And then it was waking up and doing what you love every day and not going, I hate my job. I hate my life. I don't want to talk to my clients or whatever it might be that it's like all these things shift and it's one at a time. No one can do it all at once. We're not promoting that because it all takes time. But it was like, for me, it was first the nutrition, then it was physical, like exercise. Then it was emotional healing the trauma. And then it was going, making sure that I'm not doing something every day, answering phone calls that I don't want to be on and working with clients I don't want to work with. And it's all a transition period, but it all leads to something greater. And we're all figuring it out. Like Marie, like we're talking about, it's all figure outable, but it takes one thing at a time. And every time I do one thing, I go, oh, what else is possible? Exactly. You know, it's sort of peeling the layers of yourself back to get to your core and understanding your core and then understanding what it is you want to share with the world. I mean, look, the gift that you've given us through your podcast is for real. It's changed lives. 
You can come on the show anytime, yeah, Ashley. I got you. <laughs> no, I mean it. I mean it because no. it, it, it's Thank a safe you. space for people to explore ways to care for themselves and others. And for me, the path was how can I use my legal skills? You know, that's my career path. How do I use yeah. that? How do I turn it into something that actually is truly helping people? You know, and I feel so passionately about how do we help entrepreneurs share their message in a yes. way that's protected and safe for their business and their enterprise. Because we're making lots of mistakes, so we need your help, I, actually. I don't know about, I, no, I think so many people are doing it right. I mean, thank you, Google. But right. so there's, but how can I help spread this message yeah. of health and wellness? And, and that's the best way I could think of. But there's such a movement right now, and I'm so grateful for it. And people are putting so much good into the world. And I feel a shift. Do you feel yes. this this, yes. It's, it, I mean, it's kind of like turning the Titanic, but, you know, slowly it takes a while to turn it around. But, but I just think there's a movement here and it's such a beautiful thing. I think there is a movement happening and I think it's very powerful. And I think anyone involved in this is just doing what they can right now because there is opportunities that exist now that didn't exist before in social media, in the fact that you can just turn a camera on and go live at any time and there are people that want to receive your message and we all have stories and we can share them authentically. But Ashley, what I want to ask you is like, I feel like you are one of those people who you have an incredible story, you have an incredible mission, incredible message, and you have fear, just like we all do, to go into the next step. But you continually reinvent yourself and you continually take on the next challenge and you are continuing to help other people heal themselves, help them know what steps they can take to protect themselves. What do you think about fear and how do you tackle fear? Oh gosh, fear's a bitch. (laughs) I mean, really, it's huge. It's huge and you don't always win. Fear holds It's always going to exist, right? You know, you hear all the time, people say there's really at base two things going on, fear or love. We act out of fear or we act out of love. Are we waking up in fear or waking up in love? Oh, gosh. I mean, and that... I'm waking up in both, bitch. All of it. (laughs) Yes. It's a real thing, but it's how you talk to yourself. Yeah. So actually, I I got this ring the other day. How cute is this? It says love on it. And and I got it because it's what I want to remind myself. That's the place I want to stay in. If I can just think only love today in this moment right now yeah. how can i act out of love then it takes some of the fear but if fear doesn't ever completely go away i mean that's life i think fear is a driver and that's mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. as long as we don't get stuck in it and go into depression and anxiety which uh, look that can happen but as long as that's a temporary thing and we use fear as a driving force and mm-hmm. not a suppressing force good point well and when you feel that fear come up because yeah. it's a physical thing that happens oh, when you sure. feel fear I think it's a good cue from your body to go to your head and say, okay, let's take a breath and figure out what is this really about? Right. (laughs) Right. You know, maybe I'm nervous about coming on your podcast, but what is that actually really about? Or, oh my goodness, I had headshots done the other day. Uh And I am not comfortable in front of a camera. I've gone on trips with you, and you're just so easy and loving and fun in front of the camera. And I, well, and I my, love taking pictures of you, too, <laughs> and all my beautiful women. My beautiful friend Alice Park in Atlanta took the photos, and she's this 
savvy businesswoman, this mm. beautiful soul. And I sent her an email and I said, Alice, what am I so afraid that you're going to see oh. from behind that lens? Yeah. You know? And she said, you know, actually, this is a very real thing. I see this all the time in folks. Yeah, we don't want to be yeah. exposed. Yeah. But when I felt that come up, I thought, okay, how am I going to take it out and put it on the table and look at it and figure out what that fear was really about and then have a conversation with my friend about it to learn that, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one who feels weird in front of a camera, you know? Oh my gosh. We all feel that way. And let me tell you, like, I'm looking at you talking about this and I just see the most vibrant, like beautiful, like full of light person. But I understand because you might reflect the same thing back to me, but I'm like, I don't want to be in front of that camera. I don't want them to see my wrinkles and my neck and like all the things that I'm judging about myself. Right. But we all have things that we judge about ourselves Mm -hmm. and they're not fucking true, you know? So it's just like, see yourself in the light that you know others see you sometimes. Sometimes. That's what I try to tell myself. Oh, that's a good point. The things that we say about ourselves, we would never say about other people. It's so true. I mean, back to only love today. Yeah. I have to really watch what I say to myself. And when I started speaking with love to myself, mm, yeah, so much changed. So like, much like changed. what would you say to your daughter? Gosh, right? <laughs> well, that is a question, right? Because she's the little you. <laughs> she is her own person. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> she is her own person. She totally is. Both of my beautiful children are just so unique and wonderful. But yeah, being a parent definitely influenced that. If it would, you know, how would I speak to them? And if, yeah. I, speak in, if I speak to them in a not well managed way, look at the impact it has on them. Yeah. Well, you have an inner child that wants to be talked to in a loving way as well. Yeah. And you may be the only person that talks to you that way today. So at least give yourself that one shot. Yeah. You know? What are some things that you have said no to in order to say yes to yourself? That's a hard one <laughs> <laughs> because some of them are deeply personal and maybe um, we don't have to share I'm not ready today. to share those, no but uh, well, I will one day. I, I, I know, definitely girl. want to do that. But, you know, so I to say no to pizza. <laughs> there were tears, but I did it. Right. And then that was saying yes to myself. I said no to a very lovely, certain amount of income coming in to sort of jump off the deep end and pursue something I love. And it's been wonderful, but I had to say no to certainty. Right. What else? I had to say no to a whole bunch of clothes in my closet that Mm -hmm. I didn't need and didn't want. Yeah, yeah. And yes, instead to traveling. Absolutely. Which lights me up. You know, when you really start to look at where am I spending my money? Yeah. That's a reflection of who I am mm-hmm. and what matters to me. And, oh, my gosh, I'm spending it on stuff that doesn't matter. And I just want to see the world. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to fly everywhere and, yes. and do all the things, right? And so, you know, there's a, sometimes you have to balance that out. I think it's about finding out what to say no to so you can say yes to more things and also not saying yes to every event and everything that comes your way because you feel an obligation to say yes. And I think that's one of the biggest learning lessons of my adult life is 
understanding that it's okay to not say yes to everything that doesn't serve a purpose for me in the right now because I'm trying to people please or, you know, further something, an agenda that doesn't need to be further, whether it's a client thing or whatever. And um, I used to say yes to everything because I was more of a people pleaser. And now that I say no to more of those things, it opens up opportunities for me to say yes to myself and yes to things that really, really matter to me. And I think, you know, it takes time to understand that. I haven't perfected it. I'm sure I still say yes to things I shouldn't have. And Oh gosh, do you ever get there and you're like, dang it, I should be home. Right, right, yeah. You're like, I could be watching Netflix and cuddling with my dog right now. Or drinking I could be reading a really good book right now. Oh, and, yours is way better than mine, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a closet introvert and that I, you know, right. I love the social and I love to be yes. out, but in order to do that, I have to recharge by having right. me time and yeah. That. I think it's really important for introverts, especially, you know, everyone that I meet thinks that I am an extrovert because I'm very good at being extrovert. So are you, Ashley? Like, we have a great time together. Obviously, we spent so much time in Italy and like we can drink a bottle of wine together and we're going to talk all night and have a blast. But we both need to recharge. And I think there is a misconception about people like us who seem extroverted, but are truly introverted and need a lot of downtime and need a lot of me time and need a lot of reflection. These are are the type of people if you are one of us who need to say no to a lot of social events so we can say yes to the ones that matter so we can form true connections whether it's for business for social for pleasure for friendships whatever it may be that can actually benefit us and not be to our detriment i know if you and i go to an event where we're talking and making small talk about things that don't matter we just want to go the fuck home <laughs> it's true. Well, what did I say? This the second trip to Italy, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm so fortunate that I've gone on Food Heals Italy twice. <laughs> and I remember I came to the first day and I, I said, look, guys, there are going to be times on this trip that I say peace out. Yeah. And because you to do your own thing. I learned, I sort of reflected on what, what did I do the last trip that I want to maybe do differently this trip. And yeah. and I took so much joy from spending the time with these amazing women, amazing yes. women and learning <laughs> from them. But there were times I said, I'm just going to go for a walk by myself and sort of think about all yeah. that I've learned from these amazing women or just look at the sky because it's beautiful. You Absolutely. Know? Um, so yeah, we learned to, yeah. oh gosh, another thing, you know, you talk about these events, when you get there and you have that, feeling in your gut like this isn't where I was supposed to be tonight just get in the uber and go home yep that's why uber exists or wherever you wanted to go yeah yeah and tell your friends hey I'm not feeling it I'm out Mm -hmm. I'll see you again you know and no shame in that and there's Mm -hmm. no reason for us to continually people please and um, try to do things because we feel like other people asked us or feel an obligation I think that The theme of this tonight is just like saying yes to the things that light us up, saying no to the things that don't, because no matter what we do, we're going to create more space for the things that absolutely matter to us, whether it's spending time alone and building that side hustle or working with clients that we truly love and care about or yeah, exactly. So I'm working on it every day, but as an 
extroverted introvert. <laughs> you know, I play sure. extrovert real well, but mm-hmm. I'm a true introvert and I need that alone time. And if I can recharge and do my own thing, then I can create amazing things so that I can also create great relationships. Right. You can it's share your the balance with the, word, yeah. with the world. I think too, what it's about in large part is just being really intentional, mm-hmm. taking the time to actually sit down and figure out what you want. Yeah. And what you want and what you need is going to change over time. So yes. continually re-engaging in that process and checking in with yourself. And it's not selfish. It's actually the best gift you can give to the people around you. Oh, yes. Because once you're good, that energy just resonates with everybody yeah. else you interact with. And again, it's a practice, but... I'm so grateful that at least are taking steps along the path. Put your oxygen mask on first. Every time. Yeah. Our self-care helps us care for others. Yes. Thank you, Ashley. Where can everyone find you online? I am on Instagram at kickashlife. Best Instagram handle ever. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) And I know so many people will want to work with you. And I'm so grateful to have you. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. So here we are three and a half years later, and some things are super consistent. For example, how I see the world. The phrase only love today is central to my decision-making, to how I want to show up in the world. That has not changed. I wonder what is consistent for you in terms of how you see the world over time. I'd love to know what that is. You know, send me a message and share it with me. I'd love to learn from you. But I'll tell you that there are other things that I thought I had locked down three and a half years ago, and I'm back to working on those again. Maybe it's always going to be something that I need to work on. But here are the questions that I was asking myself then that I pulled out of the interview and I'm continuing to ask myself now. And maybe these are things that we can all reflect on together. Maybe these are journal prompts. They definitely will be for me going forward. I'll drop them in the show notes if you want a reference. But here are some questions that I think are worth exploring again, (laughs) again, still trying to figure it out. You know, one of them is, how do I want to feel today? How do I want to serve in my career? What shifts do I need to make in nutrition and wellness? What's one thing that I can shift? And if I can shift that one thing, what else becomes possible? Where am I spending my money? How am I speaking to myself? What do I need to say no to? What do I need to say yes to? To create the life that I want to live. I just want you to know that you are love and light. You are health and wealth. You are joy and strength. And you are fire and grace. And that set of phrases that you are, that that was born of a time in my life where I was continually trying to refine and grow. Well, I guess that's always happening, right? But those phrases I would repeat to myself in some tough times. And I would remind myself, you know, I am love and light. I am health and wealth. I am joy and strength. I am fire and grace. 
And I needed to be reminded of that. And I still remind myself of that. Those are words that resonated with me and how I wanted to be and how I wanted to show up in the world. And they remain true today. And so that's why I share them with you. You are love and light. You are health and wealth. You are joy and strength. And you are fire and grace. Make it an amazing week and I'll talk with you real soon. Mm -hmm.